Hi, and welcome back to Transvox. And first of all, Aup Ducks, it's my colleague in crime, the lovely Jen. How are you? I'm I'm fine, Duck, but you're not allowed to use it. Not from a, not from a Geordie. No, 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 no. I should be doing Chuck, shouldn't I? <laughs> Aup Chuck, Aup Ducks. Hello, everyone. Nice to be back. Well, it's been an interesting week. And, um, you know, we've talked about all sorts of different issues. And I know um, previous episodes, we've talked a little bit about or schedule, but sometimes the news is important in itself. And it's been quite an interesting week this week. We've seen uh, the, the Tory party come out and identify trans people and uh, crime and the boats as three things to double down on. Um, and we've seen um, us being important enough for, to, be, um, to, be, to be singled out again in the UK policy around the Tories. But more importantly, funnily enough, we've always sort of had this thing thing that the Labour Party would be there sort of unconditionally on our side. And this week there was news from the Labour Party about what's going on. And it seems to reflect a move in Europe. It seems to reflect a move in the States about the um, the way our marginalised communities being... Um, Attacked really more than anything yeah. else, and yeah. it's interesting because I was talking to a couple of trans people, non-binary people this weekend, and people are feeling a bit, um, you know, isolated and such like. So I think it's important that we touch on this: what's actually been happening, what it means, what it might mean for us, what it might mean for various other people. So is it possible? Because I know you're you're in in a union. It'd be interesting to hear your actual view on what's factually been happening and then we can sort of break it down in terms of what what it might mean yeah yeah i'm also a member of the labor party and i have been for for some time and a member of a trade union and uh, and involved in in that part of activism i guess yeah i think the news is i mean in one level the news this week um um was not surprising but i'm still pretty devastated by it if i'm being honest the more I think about it. So the news we're talking about is that um, the Labour Party, um, they had, I think they have like a policy forum last yeah. weekend. I don't know people who attended from my union where they thrash out policies ahead of, you know, I guess the, the, the next general election or whatever. And they've, you know, they've pretty, they've scrapped their um, pledge to introduce um, a form of self-ID under the Gender Recognition Act. And by that means, we mean sort of, making that act uh, much more accessible and much more less onerous for, for trans people making trans people's lives easier um you know and they've they've taken they've done a u-turn a complete uh, 180 on their policy position which has previously to support it and indeed and don't let us forget the, the original proposal to move towards a self-id was introduced by theresa may's government mm. and it was consulted upon overwhelming 70 plus response was that these are the right reforms make life easier it, we shouldn't medicalize trans people's rights you know this is what it's about so <coughs> we've gone we've gone from that position um to a position now where both major parties have have um have, have dumped that not well gone worse i mean the Tory party are saying worse but uh, the labor party have scrapped those that that pledge a pledge that my union strongly supports, for instance, and that's a union of a million women members plus. So pretty devastated because, you know, a lot of us have put a lot of work in in, in trying to improve, when I say us, 
don't really mean me. I mean, you know, have, there's people have done far more than me, but there's been a long campaign to improve these rights. And when the party has come out, and I think, do you know what? I've had, I'm not sure what bothers me more, whether I think it's because the party is genuinely not in favour of proposing trans rights, or, which is one I expect, suspect, the party is cowardly and doesn't want this to be an issue in the general election that the the media and the press will say oh labor's somehow supporting trans people and that's against women's rights or something like that i'm not sure which you're more angry about whether it is they genuinely don't support you know me as a woman member of their party or they're just being cowardly and dumping us because we're such a small community and we can be dumped yes. um for, for the sake of not having to be asked answer questions that shouldn't be difficult in the general election campaign I, I, i'm not sure which it is i tend i tend to think it's the second I, I tend to think it's you know we've been sacrificed in that respect yeah uh, well it's interesting isn't it um if 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 it's a pragmatic um position to actually avoid having an endless debate about what is a woman through the, the election. Um, so actually, when they come to power, then they, they can answer that question and revert to their rights, because they're not saying this is what we're going to do. They sort of propose a set of steps, aren't they? And I just wonder what they're trying to do is a, is a sort of strategic taking that, taking that, taking the trans agenda off the table. So actually... No, no they haven't done that. Yeah, so no, no one can. So basically, that question goes away because actually, what the Labour Party have said is this. So actually, the trans debate drops down the list of priorities because actually, they can no longer be attacked on it. Now, you might say, so let let's say it's strategic. It's sort of it's yeah, sort I, of I, smart. I, I, I un no, I understand the re the real politic about about it. I understand politics is is messy. Although when I think it is matters of equality. You know, progressive Labour left parties should never be on the side of not supporting equality, even if at times it isn't popular. That way, you know, madness lies, in my view. Um, I understand there's a political decision, but they've gone further. They've gone further than just saying, you know, we're not going to talk about it. They have made pledges that, that could potentially... Um, undermine our rights because they're making, they're making language about, you know, clarifying the Equality Act when it doesn't need clarifying. It's perfectly um, functional and correct and working day in day out, right? And um, so, so yeah, um, what it does, I can't see for the life of me that if Labour Party was allowed to get into government, then reversing this position within the first term, you know, fifteen years time, maybe things will change. But I, I, I don't see that. But why I think it's not clever politics is they will be painted as the trans supporting party anyway, because that's how politics work. So unless you go more hardline than the government, they'll be painted in that way. It's what Trump does. You know, it doesn't matter what the reality is. They'll do that. They'll pick up, you know, they'll pick up on some comments of some positive Labour MPs make on trans rights and they'll use them. So they'll get painted in that way anyway. Secondly, I don't think the general public care that much in terms of being against. I don't think it's priority. It's the one of the lowest priorities for an election, right? So I don't think it makes that difference. And thirdly, they're going to lose, they are going to lose some votes. 
and these are younger young members and we know because i've been part you know part of the labor party and i've heard anecdotally of young people leaving the party um because they're not to be seen as progressive and um that's what younger people are they're inclusive and progressive in in the way they see the world and when they see a party behaving um you know not much different than the government um they're going to leave so it doesn't even i don't think it makes good political sense because i think they'll get that they'll get that attack anyway because the tories have already decided to use the culture war exactly the same as donald trump is you know yeah. every speech she's mentions trans people we're in one less than one percent of the population it's nuts but they'll do that because it's seen as you know getting some i know playing to the base or whatever so the, the tories aren't going to go oh that's fine we won't talk about trans stuff anymore because the labor party are horrible about it as well it's just not that's just not realism i i just think it's so i don't even think it is clever politics in any way even right. if i thought that you should use clever politics to to um make life worse for marginalized as, you know a tiny marginalized people um community like ours you know yes. you do you only need to see the situation now where you know I, I, there's plenty of pride events where the labor party might not even be welcome you know because of comments that labor leaders made you know they're, they're damaging themselves yes. you know and my party is damaging itself in that respect um and it doesn't see it because it's, it's so they're so scared of this next election which should be easily winnable if you're a you know a, a sensible progressive party this country is crying out for that but it's, they it's, don't see it it's a very interesting place we're in um because actually leadership true leadership is all about standing for yeah. something even and then defending that thing you stand for and fighting for it and such like, and it seems that the policy. I mean, you said it was cowardly. Otherwise, maybe strategic, maybe pragmatic. Doesn't really matter. But basically, they're trying to drive a, a that that sort of mediation line where you're very happy if everybody's upset because actually that sort of that the claim is therefore that everybody's upset. Therefore, everybody gets something and everybody loses something. But it does seem odd that this is a strategy you would use. And actually indicating that the end of self-ID is is on its way is a particularly odd thing to do. So, so I mean, the, the classic thing here is that you, you don't get mad, you get even. And what yeah. we know Labour respond to is popularity and lack of popularity. So the thing is, I just wonder how many trans people are now writing to their local Labour party, how many people are actually making a fuss. I It'd be interesting. I mean, the thing is, we're such a small, disparate community. It's very difficult to get that that political voice. I mean, you know, this. I I don't know what went behind on behind closed doors, but you had certainly the unions have a strong, positive position on improving trans rights. So, you know, and they were all part of that. But somewhere, somehow, it's felt through the probably horse trading uh, that comes with this that this was a um, a sacrifice. That, um has been prepared to be made i think i i i don't know it's it, the whole thing i suppose what, what i find really difficult that sort of cognitive dissonance around this issue as well is is if any proper analysis of this shows that it is absolute the arguments are absolutely nonsense we already have self-id we don't walk around with id cards you know people trans people have been living working using women's and men's facilities for decades mm. there's never been any issues or, or 
what's the sort of really weird about this act so it's all about this gender recognition act right and all that act does at the moment in all honesty is give you some extra legal help when you get married if if you die with pensions it gives you some you know in terms of getting a gender recognition certificate and changing your birth certificate it helps with those matters in day-to-day life it has no effect you can change your passport you can change your driving license nothing you don't need it for anything i haven't got one i you know i, I haven't got one and i have no intention at the moment in the current rules doing that and going through that process there's no so on one hand you go well, what's the matter what's it matter because that act doesn't make much difference but when you make a statement that you're not going to progress that and improve that you're making a statement actually that you think that act is too far and you think the underlying bit about this is that somehow um if you make life easier for trans people that puts other people at risk and the only um subtext to that is that, and somehow um we're somebody to be feared and and that's what's been built on in america and that's what's what 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 the subtext of this is you know you know yeah and i think i think there's something and what's interesting about the annalise dodd's statement um is it it plays into the trope of safeguards are proposed to protect women from and girls from predators yeah and so and yeah. and basically and saying that uh where, where is it um uh, there's something about um, they're going to um, make sure there are spaces for biological women, and um, and but it's interesting, isn't it? So if 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 they are saying these things, somehow we've assumed that they understood and they got it, and clearly they didn't because actually they've been well, they've no. been they've been advocating they've been lying for the last five or six years or however long it is because they've been pretending that was policy and what they're actually saying is we didn't believe this and we we're now going to move against it so you know what's interesting is can you trust the labor party i mean you might not like the tories but my god you know where they stand but with this labor party thing it just seems okay. that they're, they're yeah, trying yeah, to I mean, be and, I, and i'm not going to get lost in the, the tory party arguments because we all know where they stand <laughs> Um, and you know the march to fascism is well on well on route, but the Labour Party is extremely disappointing because it it just seems that actually the, the argument between biology and, and gender has been lost, and and I and I just don't understand how that's happened. I don't think it's been lost in the whole of the party in any way. Not the people I see and work with. It is it is a leadership decision. It is a decision of of policy through the leadership. Um, 180 from where it was previously under under Jeremy Corbyn and um you know so it is purely a, a I think a political decision as you said about thinking somehow it's smart politics because yeah. there is no evidence there is no evidence anywhere that making life a bit easier for trans people and letting them you know have some extra legal protection from you know the moment they transition you know not having to wait two years, what the hell does that mean? You know, giving that protection so people can be buried with dignity and married with dignity and all those things, you know, um, doesn't affect anybody else. And, and, and you know, no predators can be put off by a gender recognition act thing. And it's not enforceable. I don't even know what it means by, you know, um, you know, I, I don't even know what it means by what the rationale is for spaces for biological women there already is within the 
the Equality Act, the provision for single sex basis on a case by case basis if it's justified. So you have to justify the case on a case by case basis, you know, um, which is right. And, you I know, think and that's about, and that, 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 you know, that is there. But, you know, yes. what do you mean? What does it mean? Having a toilet that you say trans women, well, how does that even work? Yeah. And this is how does that work is... for trans men? And how does it work for masculine presenting women? You know, how does that even work? Are going to have to carry ID cards? Well, no, of course not. Are we going to, yeah. going to people inspect genitals? I mean, it's just crazy. But and, and bodies aren't like that. And, and this is the thing, isn't it? It's not the, it's not the policy, it's the application of the policy where the, the problems affect. So so we know what this has been used for. You see it in the States, don't we? Now I've seen legislation in the States that now defines what a woman is and also defines what a woman should wear, so how you tell. And now there's, there's a law that says in the States that women cannot have bare sleeves. So they can't have bare arms, I should say, not bare I don't sleeves, know what, bare I, arms. I don't know what- Bare arms. They're not allowed to show bare arms. That's, that's, a, that's you know, ironic with um, with the constitution giving the yeah. right to bare arms. But... No, no, no. That no, they're physical arms. No, not. <laughs> I know it's a terrible joke. Yeah. And it really, and it really was. I don't know what state that is, but a lot of these laws are being struck down yeah, or not being yeah. put in the arms. So, However, so the, they're, they're the, nonsense. And that's, the, and that's the point, isn't it? What's happening is the app. What happens is the the policy sentence comes down and gets struck down because the application is not not possible. It's not possible. So there's a letter in the Guardian that says the fact. That Labour will modify the gender reassignment bill is encouraging in the face of territory demonization. But if it intends to create women in these spaces not open to trans women, what are people like me going to do? I transitioned nearly 40 years ago and I'm post up by over 30 years. According to my birth certificate, my gender panel certificate, my legal status is female. I've been using women only status for most of my female life. Am I now going to be denied the status? And this is it. It's not the policy that's the problem. What it sets going is this anxiety around the application of the policy. And I wonder whether, you see, and this is where I, I, as you know, I'm an eternal optimist. (laughs) <laughs> and and what I'm thinking is, I don't I don't mind if the if the party if a party comes out and says this is what we're going to do, and the actual application of this, which can now be ignored, is going to be really difficult for about a year for our community. If then we get through the election and they say the application of this is this, you know, this is fine, this is fine, this is not going to happen. I mean, we don't know that it's not, but I'm an optimist and think actually we've got a good year or a year and a half to actually influence the thinking side of the Labour Party to be able to change its mind. And also, I mean, I think it's actually pretty likely, I mean, who knows, but it's pretty likely that there could be a, um, a coalition. And so it's sometimes it's about making sure that the the other parties are part of the agenda, which is sort of all. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's, there's, some, there's some sense in that. And, and I get that. And I get that these things aren't lost forever. Uh, and I, I do like your optimism. I'm struggling with that optimism at the moment, just because this has been a fight for the last seven years to do something that, when we started out, felt not even controversial. You know, when we, when Theresa May proposed it, I get back to that. This was a Tory government proposed this changing this act to make life a bit simpler. There was, you know, um, the moment that was announced, there was not this uproar. But you know, forces that have clearly had been, from where I sit, wanting to. Uh, Curb trans rights makes life difficult. We're invigorated by that consultation, and and there were so so from an aim to make life better, we've ended up make, making life worse. We're doing better just to be silent on the issue because there are no problems, any 
any evidence in society of accepting trans people for the gender they are and include and being inclusive of non-binary we can see this all around the world yes but Jen, we know that every single political day the debate would have started with the question so what is a woman and yeah, but you that... cannot, if you choose to answer it other other countries have faced the same thing and they've not been so cowardly and, and you know you look at america and it's 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 obviously america it's trying to paint it as one one culture one country is wrong because there's all sorts and they've got really progressive parts of many states you know many states are progressive many states are not but joe biden who is you know far from a socialist but uh, joe biden has been pretty clear in all the speeches i've seen handed appointed trans people to his cabinet he hasn't been he hasn't in the face of you know um that onslaught hasn't been um as cowardly no but he's a leader yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's a leader that's why and then what we see with um, keir starmer is he's, he's a sort of technocrat um yeah. you know this is the thing so but 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 the thing is we're not on our own because actually i think if you're part of the LG, whole lgbtqia plus bracket there are no doubt that they're coming yeah. for all of our rights. What's interesting now in the States is they're saying, well, biological parents have to be male and female. So actually, les- lesbian couples can't have children anymore. Children are going to be taken away. And- but, but I mean, you, you said this, is this, this, it must be just particular states because these things. Of course, things, it is. Yeah, but it's yeah, coming. Yeah. But it's the thing is what what these what these uh, policymakers are doing is they're they're bringing forward these laws to test them. It's a bit it's a bit like Roe versus Wade. They bring it yeah, forward. That is, that, the is, policy, that is true. I mean, and that's, that's what happens. But also, what we'll see next is the people with dis- experiencing disabilities. They'll be next on the thing. And then, so you know, where where what we haven't done is mobilized because we are a small community. What we haven't done is mobilized our colleagues. What we're not doing is reaching out to the wider populations. And part of that is because, um, well, there's all sorts of reasons. I don't need my opinions why we haven't mm-hmm. um, been, we, be, been more inclusive and actually, you know, opened ourselves up to other, other communities with, um, who are marginalized. But actually it's one of the things that we have to do. We have to, the best way to make a noise is to, coalesce to make our numbers great and start to write letters and start to make a fuss because we know that focus groups are what political parties listen to most of all and lobbying groups and um sponsors and all that sort of stuff and it's time to it's time the thing is it's time to build the it's time to use the bridges that we've made over the last 10 years and i mean mean, you're undoubtedly right i mean that's the only way and it you know i am still if you ask me this this we will, we will, it will be prevail, you know, young, as I say, generations in the future, you know, we've seen these battles in other areas and, you know, two steps back and then eventually three steps forward. That will happen, whether it happens in my lifetime, I'm not even sure now that we actually get to a a place of, uh, of, you know, true equality, you know, anywhere near true equality. We still, we still haven't, we're still so far off that. so I think, yeah, you're right. And I couldn't argue with that analysis. But I also think reserve the right to be pretty pissed off at the moment. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I've shed tears over it. You know, yeah. I have and I do because it hurts more when it's coming from your own community, I think, from your own people. You know, I'm part of that labour movement. And when the labour movement is, you know, I, I feel let down, you know. I can I, you know, I've, I've campaigned against fascism all my life and you know supported it was across the board and to see my party sort of abandon us at this moment is pretty hard to take but my union's still strong unison so that 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 i am um, 
that I hold on to. And I well, think, yeah, and I think part of because there'd be trans people listen to this who get very despondent and 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 worried, yeah, just like sitting in their rooms. And I think I think you have to cling on to this idea that there is a two steps forward, you know, two steps back, once three steps forward, whatever the steps forward and back is. That there is a prevailing macroeconomic climate where you know liberal um, uh, liberal values have not delivered equality and um, got rid of poverty and such like. So there's no doubt over the next you know prevailing period, maybe in our lifetimes, that. There's going to be a uh, shift absolutely. to the right. There's no doubt about that. So, so we've got to develop the resilience and the and the guile and the um, the power base to to. It's a bit like it's a bit like you know if if you lose the war, what wins is insurrection. What wins is you know um, those sort of strategies, isn't it? And and we have to go back to that. We have to stop thinking we're part of the mainstream. We have all these rights. We need to uh, fight, yeah, you, fight you, may, you know, civil. Are you proposing some civil disobedience? Are you? Are you well, we've had lots of civil disobedience, and because we didn't protest the civil disobedience, we've lost our right to protest. And this That's is the true. problem, you see, because actually, the government are brilliant, and they're brilliant at weaponizing issues to to divide. And actually, we're very easy. Maybe there's too many people and or many all of these disadvantaged communities that aren't spending enough time thinking about what do we have in common, and we're thinking far too much about what we have, um, you know, yeah. to to argue about. I mean, look at the look at the issue in uh, in in uh, in London. You know, a Tory policy invented by the the, the great Boris Johnson. Um, propagated and forced through by the even more marvellous, I think it's Grant Shapps, I don't know which of the um, Tory clans it was, is a policy called ULES, which is weaponized against Sadiq Khan and used against them. A Tory yeah. policy. I mean, how brilliant are the Tories in being able to weaponize an issue? And this is what we're fighting. And unless we smarten up and really gets behind some, it's time for some trans activists to step forward in a cogent, logical way, which is what I've been saying across the life of this podcast, just shouting and screaming and yelling, jumping up and down and sort of, you know, shaking, shaking all metaphorical pearls isn't going to work. We've got to coalesce and work. I think, I think you're right. And, you've, and, and being visible, I can't remember who said what, being, being visible is an act of protest in itself for trans yeah. people. It's an act of activism. And uh, so I think, you know, maybe we have just got to be more visible, make those arguments, because we know the arguments are solid. We know that people, when they get That's to it. meet and know, know, know parts of our community are positive, there is not, whatever down I feel, I just sort of think about it, there is not one person on this street, I bet, cares a hoot about what my Correct. chromosomes are. They just don't. They see yeah. me as Jenny, they see me as a woman. They might think I'm a bit strange, who knows. But I feel nothing but included, never heard anything. So, you know, there's that dissonance, isn't there, that actually Correct. day to day, you know, there is so much acceptance than there was, you know, if you think about our people that came, you know, struggled through the 80s, 70s, 80s and 90s for lesbian and gay rights, you know, uh, and the hatred that was, you know, poured upon them in the newspapers and stuff. It's not fundamentally that that much different. And and society has changed. And I I have to come back to that. I've not heard, yeah. as I said, you know, nobody, nobody in my street cares about my chromosomes. And you see, uh, this is and this is what's interesting in psychology, isn't it? Because we have we know about this thinking preface called confirmation bias. And if we yeah. think something is terrible, we tend to notice all the news which is terrible, and and so we miss the news which is which is optimistic. And if we think something, yeah. and so and so there is something here about managing one's own frame of reference because it is possible to live to, to disappear down a rabbit hole of doom and gloom. It is possible to say that this has been done pragmatically, cleverly, because actually it 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 moves. It actually drops the trans agenda down the um, importance level over the next 12, years, 12 months. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm going. I'm going to cling on to that hope because I think because <laughs> well, well, because I have to, and because actually I look yeah. at Keir Starmer, I think he 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 is he, you know whatever my views are on him it doesn't really matter, but I do think. He's an. I do think once he doesn't like the. I listen to the rest of his politics, and they talk regularly about the fact that Keir Starmer doesn't really like the business of politics. Uh, but what he is good is is being a lawyer, and he understands the case for and against. Yeah, and I imagine course. he's looked at the case for and against this policy and gone, do you know what? In an expedient world, this is the right thing to do because it just takes the pressure off. And when it comes to the actual application of this, when we get into power, we'll figure it out then. Now, are people going to? Is everyone? Is everyone going to be? Is everyone going to be pissed off? Yes, the turfs are pissed off. The transport, trans people are pissed off. Everybody's pissed off. But that's that's fair enough. Now, the turfs sure aren't pissed. The, the turfs aren't pissed off at the moment. Yeah, well, they're usually pissed off about something. So it's yeah, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll be pissed off about something else. They're always going to be. Yeah, pissed they'll off stay pissed off until we stop existing. Correct. You know, that's, Correct. You know yeah. that's that's the truth. That's the truth of it. But no, look, um, let's be positive. Let's 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 and I think there's two there's two things to leave on. I do think I do think we can and and, and I'm recognizing that it's entirely up to up, up to one's own self how one feels about things and, and mm. we're not moralizing here. And but I do think there is there is always hope. And I think your story about the, the streets you live on in Stoke, I think, is the key thing. I was interviewing some from for a job and talking about trans issues this week, and they actually knew nothing about them. Knew nothing. Yeah. Most they people have, don't. They know. They're, no one knows anything about it. This is this is a storm in, in a very very small teacup, but it's a massive teacup when you're sitting inside of it. No, and that's no. the problem and, for us. And, and, and I think I think and the one thing and it was something you said previously in a previous podcast that has made me think. And one thing is a new need to think about in terms of this. And you're right. I'm being a bit down at the moment, and I'm you know, I'm having one of those days, you know. But um, there is, we have to be positive. We, we have to show that for our for other people in our community are, who are coming to terms with them being trans or starting to think about transitioning, we need to say, you know, it is okay. Yeah. You know, this is noise in the background, you know, but none of that is going to stop you living your life if that's what you, you know, the, you know being who you are and being authentic. It's not going to stop that. And, and, and I, it is important we don't terrify people Correct. and I always go back to that I do that when I do training and I always say when I talk about the darker stuff and you, you have to because that's you know the nature you have to think about that still it's overwhelmingly a positive thing to be able to transition or to be able to be authentic as as somebody who doesn't have a, a binary it's an overwhelming positive outcome yeah of course of people that have struggles and struggles but overwhelmingly look at all the statistics and you know, what I wouldn't want to do is, is, is if anybody is listening to this and you know, and you know, struggling to think about this and, and worried, it is okay. You know, it yeah. is okay. If you know, I always think if I can do it, you know, with the hand I was dealt with, you can. And um, you know, it's okay. And I wouldn't, still wouldn't change a thing. And you see, and that's and that's a really great message. And I, so that's your closing thought. And for mine, yeah. What I'd like to say is that I think our community can be brilliantly creative in the way that we work. And it just makes me laugh yeah. that, that in Italy at the moment, uh, a trans uh, woman won um, Miss Italy recently. Yeah. And so there's a big move against it. And they've said now that only people who were assigned female at birth can uh, enter Miss Italy. And so a 100 trans men have applied and joined in. <laughs> and that's the sort of level of creativity. It's, it's, it's a beautiful gesture. 
It's and it's how we come out and help each other because it's that spirit of absolutely. Um, it's not about being radical and shouting and screaming, threatening to punch turfs. It's that it's that symbolic. You've got so many supporters, yeah. And all we have to do is mobilize supporters, and people will come out and support us. So know. we're not on our own. It often feels like we are, but we've just got to trust that this brilliant community will use this innate creativity and will start and start to you know, you know graciously and generously fight back if i was if i was talking if i was to be a trade unionist of 20 years ago i'd say hallelujah sister but we don't use sister and brother anymore in the, in the, okay. in the movement and rightly <laughs> so we did we always used to go. but no that absolutely right i couldn't disagree with, i couldn't disagree with that i think yeah creativity is a great a great message because we're a creative you know the nature of we're a creative community and we're a brilliant community there's some brilliant trans people out there yeah so yeah um, onwards and upwards, I guess. That's it. All right then. Oh, and, and on that note, um, I'm going to say Tara Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck is that uh, Chuck? Well, I shall I'll see um, you next week. I shall see you next week, Doc. You take care. Oh, let's see care. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Transvox. It's been a joy to have you with us. Um, if you want to um, make contact with us, you can contact us at gillian at transvox.co.uk. And if you'd like to support the work we do, please go to Patreon and go to page Transvox. And all of our money goes to our nominated charity. And Jen, you've chosen the charity for the next number of episodes. Which one have you chosen? Our charity is called Beyond Reflections, which is a charity that provides support and counselling to trans people, non-binary people and their friends and their families across the UK. An amazing charity doing some amazing work, really important. So please, if you can give. Great. And if you want to go and have a look at Beyond Reflections, it's beyond-reflections.org.uk. And uh, But as I say, if you'd like to make a contribution to what we're doing, because we love to help the people who help us. Uh, again, if you've got ideas... Until the next time, goodbye. Bye-bye.